Mood.tv. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Derek D. Dozen. This is episode 13. Appreciate you listening. Remember to follow the show on Instagram at Derek D. Dozen. Feel free to DM me a topic. But on today's episode, I have a guest. So that guest is the topic. We're going to jump right in. He's the CEO and co-founder of Tangent Vector, which has produced automotive shows for NBCSN. He's produced the movies Apex, The Story of a Hypercar, and Apex, The Secret Race Across America, among many other things. And... He got his start on a show called Fast Lane Daily. Ladies and gentlemen, one of my former producers on Fast Lane Daily and a friend of mine, J.F. Musial. Hey, Derek. How are you, man? I'm good, buddy. Uh, first, let me just ask you, how much did you hate when I would call you J.F. Musicals instead of Musial? Uh, you started the trend, man. Now everyone does it. So I, <laughs> I kind of I hate you more than you probably realize, but but it, it's fine. I'm used to it. I've had it since I was like three years old. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I wasn't the first person, but... Let me let me let me tell you folks about um about JF. You know, JF and I have a long history starting from Fastlane Daily as many of you know. And he is now, I think it's safe to say that you JF are an automotive production mogul with Tangent Vector. Mogul. I I wouldn't say mogul. We still got a long way to go. We're trying our best. <laughs> but <laughs> I'd say you're a mogul. Let me just break down some of the stuff that that JF has done. Uh, of course, he you know Fastlane Daily, and we're gonna get to that. But uh, he's had two films: Apex, the story of the hypercar, and then he had Apex, the secret race across America, starring Alex Roy. And if he had Ice T narrate that entire film, which I saw a, a screening of. Um, well, actually, you sent me an advance copy. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You helped. You helped form the you know the final the final edit. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you thinking of me to send me that to get my input, which is great. And then we went to the city for the premiere and watched it. And I was about three seats away from Ice-T and Coco. And that was freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, JF has a funny story of how he met Ice-T, like uh, on the side of the road. I mean, y- you tell it. Yeah, I, I, I was on the side of the Ohio Turnpike. Actually, I was driving down the Ohio Turnpike and we were on the Bull Run. And uh, we were yeah, a production the crew. Bull Run. Yeah, production crew for, for Bull Run. And then... Way ahead on like I eighty, uh, heading westbound, like we saw this Vantage on the side of the road and clearly identified it as Ice T's Vantage, <laughs> pulled over. Uh, clear, you know, clearly saw he had a flat tire. Um, he's like, I, I don't have a spare. I don't know what to do. And just weirdly, in the back of my mind, I remembered that um, someone else on the uh, event had a Lexus and the uh, <laughs> the lug nut pattern and the offset. Um, of Alexis is the same as an Aston Martin, <laughs> so, <laughs> which I 100% expect you to know. So we got that we we got we got that person with the Lexus to come by and give us their spare. We put it on the Vantage, and then uh, got to Chicago and then got a new tire on it and became friends with with Ice T for that because. I know. I was the only one that pulled over and wanted to help him. And there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. It's such a great story. I'll post a pic of JF with Ice-T and Coco on the side of the road on the show's Instagram. And just FYI, when he says Vantage, he means the Aston Martin Vantage, which is a beautiful high-end sports car. Yeah. But that's how we met Ice-T, and then fast forward, Ice-T did the voiceover for The Secret Race Across America, which I highly recommend you see. Actually, uh, uh, where can they see that? Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. Ah, Amazon Prime. Big time. But uh, seriously, whether you like cars or not, you'll dig it. It's a really good documentary, I promise. Thank you, Derek. Oh, no, you got it, dude. So, JF started on Fastlane Daily. A lot of you know that I hosted that show for its duration. And when you first started, you worked along with uh, Mike Spinelli, our writer. Yeah, initially, initially, I was kind of assisting him kind of develop stories. And, um, you know, Spinelli really taught me how to write uh, for a teleprompter. 
uh, in those early days. And then, and then after Spinelli left and went on to do Zero to 60 magazine, I took over writing. Yeah, JF not only took over writing, but he was also a producer a fast yeah day. eventually yeah somehow i don't <laughs> i didn't know what a producer was when i started but yeah <laughs> which is great because there are many of us that could put our roots in fast lane daily which i'm very proud of and yeah my hosting roots for sure i mean you go look at that first episode and i'm just terrible <laughs> you weren't that bad uh, don't well, don't don't say agree that, to disagree we've come a long way all of us have yeah we sure have and one thing i gotta say though jf and i'm not sure if we've talked about this before but jf and i would both agree that we butted heads while working together at fld i mean as a producer and talent would over certain ideas and things but i uh, i always had respect for you and i think we always had a mutual respect for each other uh when you were the producer of fld yeah yeah well that's kind of that's kind of the position that i was in and 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 ultimately if if you agree you're not going to grow yeah good point um and i think it, it worked well because we pushed each other to be better in different ways um but ultimately the, yeah there was absolutely the respect and i think i think that's important and that's how you grow creatively i agree too and i think it's it's and i appreciate you saying that and it's a testament i think to y- years forward obviously fast lane daily you know was canceled uh july will be four years which is crazy and uh jf left before that probably three or Three years before that, yeah, um, yeah, maybe three or three or four. We were still working in the same studio. You know, a lot of our, a lot of the studios were the, the same. We went to a bunch of different studios, but at one point we were in the Viacom building where MTV is. We were shooting the show on the forty sixth floor there. So it's cool to see how far you know we've both come, and you've really done some great things with Tangent Vector. That's his uh, production company, and they do some big things. I mean, Porsche is one of your main clients, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. GM. There's there's a bu- there's a bunch of clients. Porsche Porsche is the one. I, you know, obviously, you know, when you work in the automotive industry, you always want to work with Porsche. Um, but you know, we work with a lot of different people, but. Um, you know, I, I look at Fastlane Daily as very much being like a boot camp, right? Sure. Like to, to be able to, to, to put the scripts together as fast as we did to put the show together, it really defined uh, a lot of the processes that I still apply today to, to whether it be commercial projects or NBC Sports stuff, television shows, whatever it may be. But the efficiencies that we found, like we were, remember, like Derek, I, I always bring this up to, to people that uh, start to work with us like every keystroke matters right yeah absolutely you want to find as many you want to find as many efficiencies as possible in the process and streamline it you know what better way to do it than thousands of shows of a daily a daily show you know so um it really helped it really really helped to find kind of what i do now yeah for sure and me too we definitely put in our uh 10, hours yeah uh, with just fld alone and i learned so much and a lot of those years you and i worked directly together and um what i love the most is that you know working in the industry you know 15 years now there's still people even though Fastlane ended 4 years ago there are still people that remember and who were daily followers of the show like they were they were actively engaged in watching the show and and we were at really at the at the front end the front end of of kind of the YouTube era of you know what you see in influencers and YouTubers today um you know we were the first you know, movers in the automotive space yeah, ab- within this realm. Absolutely. I mean, everyone knew, everyone in the automotive world knew who we were. And I think a testament to how the show was is that still today, no matter what I post, people, there's still commenters saying, hey, when is FLD coming back? We miss FLD. We love FLD. <laughs> I mean, you go to the last episode or pick a random episode from the last few weeks of FLD, and it'll be like a comment two days ago, four hours ago. Yeah. It's amazing to me and a testament to how great those it fans is. were and still are. Fast forward, though, even though you and I butted heads a bit working on FLD, because of that mutual respect we had, Jeff and I have worked together, and he's hired me for things since then, and I'm always 
very appreciative of that, especially in this crazy ass entertainment industry. The people who do that and help you out when they can, it not only helps, but you know, it means a lot. Well, I'm not just doing it because you're my friend. You're good, Derek. Like, well, I- <laughs> you know, like you're good. You're good at it. You're good at your job. Don't don't act like it's just because I'm doing it as a friend. You're really good. <laughs> well, well, thanks. And I think I've uh, you know put in the work to get where I am. But I, I guess I'm saying have people in this industry that have your back, whether it's in the car realm or just the entertainment business in general for me is always appreciated, you know? Yeah, of course. And uh, JF and his production company produce The Drive as well as a show called Proving Grounds on NBC Sports Network. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, wasn't my name getting tossed around for that a bit? Initially, yeah, your name was up there. (laughs) Yeah, your name was in there. Yeah, I know, I know. And tell us about your new show, uh, Daily Driver. You know, Daily Driver is a uh, Haggerty-based YouTube show, and it is very much, very much like that (laughs) of Fast Lane Daily. And we are producing a Daily Car News show uh, for Haggerty out of Ann Arbor. And uh, it's it's interesting. We're one week into it at this point, and it's it's fascinating to see how many people are commenting on their on their YouTube channel asking, uh, is this Fastlane Daily? Or is it, you know, <laughs> hey. And referencing Fastlane Daily four years after Fastlane Daily um, you know, stopped production. <laughs> I got to admit, I love that. And it shows what an impact FLD had. Absolutely. Uh, but, but again, to JF's credit, he was pushing my name hard for that show, but it shoots in Detroit and they went with a local hire and that's fine. That's the way the business is. But anyway, we can get into a million other things and talk for hours, but we only have 12 minutes and change. So we're going to get right into rapid fire questions. JF Musial, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, question number one, producing or directing? Producing. Figure that. Number two, new C8 mid-engine Corvette or any other year Corvette? The new C8. 100% it's agree. so good. It's so good. You could buy it for me, cool? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> number three, what is your current daily driver? An Audi wagon, Audi A4 wagon. Wait, I thought it was your 2000 BMW M3. I, I drive it maybe once a month. Oh, you fancy, huh? Okay, number four, true or false, Fast Lane Daily gave you your start in all things automotive production. True. You're damn right. Number five, what is your fondest memory of Fast Lane Daily. The Lincoln episode. Uh. <laughs> the Lincoln episode. I dressed up as Honest Abe on President's Day and did something vulgar to a toy stuffed animal lion. Honestly, um, the 1,000th thousand, the episode. The Nürburgring episode was really good. Yes, I knew you were going to say the 1,000th episode at the Nürburgring. That's up there for me, too. I'll put a link to that so you guys can check it out. Number six, true or false? You used to be extremely scared to fly. Yes, very true. And piggybacking on that, number seven, since that time, how many miles have you flown? 1.2 million. <laughs> <laughs> One. 1.2 million miles. Yeah. You got some yeah. insane flight yeah. status, dude. Yep. Wow. Number eight, who is the most talented all-around host you've ever worked with? Yes, I'm baiting you. <laughs> I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give that to you. I'm not gonna give that <laughs> to you. I said all-around host. Honestly, to be very honest with you, it's it's Chris Harris. Hey, I like that you answered that truthfully. And yes, Chris Harris is fantastic. I do agree. But he's strictly cars. I still think all around I catch the W. Number nine, would you like to produce other TV shows outside of the car world? Yes, travel. I want to get into more travel stuff. Ah, travel, nice. I mean, makes sense. You do plenty of it, Mr. Million Mile Flyer. Let's work on that. Number 10, F Mary Kill, Audi, Porsche, BMW. Kill BMW, Mary Porsche, F Audi. Oh, wow, really? I thought you would have said marry Audi. You've always been a big Audi guy. Yeah, I'm looking towards the future. Oh, there you go. Interesting. <laughs> All right, number 11, craziest thing you've done with a car, either driving or producing. It's actually two answers. First one is uh, filming a 919 on the Pacific Coast Highway, a 919 Evo shutting down the Pacific Coast Highway with the uh, CHP and um, filming the last drive of the 919 Evo. Very nice. That's the Porsche 919 Hybrid Evo. And the second? The second one will be actually a great story with Tom Morningstar in South Africa in uh, in a pickup truck 
where we had three days off uh, after a shoot and we just kept driving north and we got lost <laughs> and uh, we ended up having to spend two days uh, sleeping in the back of a pickup truck in the middle of the <laughs> desert because we had nothing else to do. <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing. Yes. Wow. Randomly lost in the middle of Africa with a Tom Morningstar, which that alone is a story. He used to work for FLD as well. And then sleeping in the back of a pickup truck. Funny stuff, man. Good stories. Okay, and finally, number 12. We working together on something anytime soon? I would hope so. We just got to figure out what. <laughs> I agree, man. Always a pleasure working with you. Well, maybe not always, <laughs> but I appreciate you coming on the show, dude. I know it was only 12 minutes, but you're one of the good ones in the biz. Thank you. And we're going to butt heads again, I hope. I hope so. I hope we're shooting something, <laughs> and I have an idea, and you have an idea, and we're like, no, your idea sucks. It's like, your idea sucks. <laughs> and that's what makes it work. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show, JF. Anytime, man. Follow at JF. Mutual on Instagram and visit tangentvector.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Derek D. This is the Derek D. Dozen, DerekD.com for all of my stuff. And I will talk to you folks on the next one.